my girl, man, she has a lot of patience for me. Shout out, shout out to my girl. Man. Shout out to the, shout out to the wifey. Shout out, shout out to the wifey because I'll be going up, I'll be uh, staying awake for like till three a.m. just learning the algorithm and stuff like that. So I've noticed Instagram is like, you gotta treat it like your wife. You gotta give it some love and attention, and it'll give it back. This, it'll give back the same attention that you want. Joe Matt, but really my real name is Joseph Matthew. It's just uh, a nickname that I that I was um, given by my parents when I was a, uh, a kid back home in the Philippines. So I'm from the Philippines, and mm. you know I was born and raised in the Philippines, and we moved there when probably when I was 11 and my brother was 10, and, and we've been living here in the DMV ever since then. So I've been living here for probably like 15 years, and mm. I mean photography, yeah. Photography is just really like a side gig or more like a hobby. So we'll see where it goes, really. But just really now, I'm just having fun, to be honest. I mean, that's, that's what it's all serious. about. I, yeah, man, I'm just going with the flow. I mean, as long as I'm doing it for fun, getting paid is just a bonus as oh, long yeah. as you're having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But you, I mean, were, where do I start? You were so you were, no, born, no, so, you were born in the Philippines, right? Yeah, I was born in the Philippines. Okay, born so start, us, start us off there. What did your parents do in the Philippines? So my mom, my mom is a doc, was a doctor in the Philippines, and my dad and his family has a business. So it's almost like a hardware store, like a Home Depot, but something small, um, just really somewhere local. And it's a great business. It's been open since 1994. Yeah, 1990, 1993. It's been open since then. And it's going well. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, we we really come from a from a household that's really has a great hard work ethic. Uh, you know, if you don't if you don't work for it, you don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's how I got here. And <laughs> by the way, I'm gonna do a lot of shout out because without all these people, I wouldn't oh. be here at all. Go for it, man. Go for it. Shout away, man. Shout away. I appreciate it. So shout out to Dion for hooking me up with you guys. Oh yeah, Dion's best. We love Dion's Dion's, family. Dion's one of one of one of the best in the business for sure. Um, but where do I start? Yeah, so I was uh me, my brother and I were born and raised in the Philippines. I've been living there ever since I was he was eleven, I was twelve, and then we moved here. And I mean, it was a culture shock. It was crazy. I mean. Because back home, we don't really see foreigners or people who have different backgrounds. We see people who are who look like us. So mm-hmm. when we see people like you guys, we you know we don't want to be rude, but we just stare at them. It's like, whoa, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've never seen people like you guys before. And it was just a culture shock. I mean, but I mean, we speak English. So English was our second language. So it didn't really, it wasn't that hard to adapt. It was just more of like socializing with people because like what I said, um, we we never really had the awareness of seeing other people like like different different background and stuff like that. But I mean, so I went to Bethesda Chevy Chase. I mean, I didn't really play basketball. I was a volleyball player, to be honest. Uh, I was playing bo- volleyball and it's crazy. I was actually a blocker and a hitter and I'm 5'4". You can jump a little bit? <laughs> Monies. I, I, I can jump. A little I can bit? Jump. Yeah, yeah. But I also hoop, but, you know, I didn't really pursue it. But um, I went to high school uh, in BCC. Uh, photography didn't, uh, photography really started 
didn't really start it in junior year. I was just, my mom bought a Nikon D3500 and she just was like, hey, you're in charge whenever there's family gatherings. You're the one going to take pictures. At first, I was just taking pictures. I thought I was a pro. I was like, hey, man, man, these pictures are dope. It's not even edited yet. But when I'm looking at it now, I was like, man, these photos sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hold on, hold on. Before, before you get into the photography part, though, yeah, I yeah. want to know more about the Philippines. So you said you moved when you were 11, right? Yeah, that's right. So you went to elementary school there, right? So what yeah. was that? What was that like versus an American school? Oh, man. Oh, see, the thing is, elementary school, like, like what I said, we don't really have foreigners. Mm-hmm. So we don't really have to socialize <laughs> with other people. So and I mean, now now it's like, because of social media, everybody's just inside just on their phone. Back then, you're just outside just having fun. Good old days. Good old days. Exactly. I mean, we're barely on our phones. We're just having fun, you know, just playing games outside. But I mean, it, it's it's it was I actually miss <clears throat> going to school in the Philippines because it was just so chill. You don't really have to do you don't have to worry about anything here. Everybody's just on the go. You need to work, mm-hmm. stuff like that. There you have you have big families there to support you financially. And here I just I just really learned how to how how to work hard. You know, you gotta eat. Bills don't pay themselves. Facts. So why did your parents decide to move over? So I mean it's just a typical um, you know, just to have a better opportunity here. So they actually left when I think I was nine and my brother was eight. They left and migrated here to have a better opportunity for for them and for us, and then they 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 decided to bring us there when I was like like what I said when I was eleven and my brother was twelve. Um, it was just really for an opportunity for us to you know have a better future. Mm-hmm. So then, all right. So let's fast forward a little bit. You come over around middle school. Yeah. Um, what was what was like that adjustment like? compared to oh man it's crazy because like just seeing people who are like all right so people in our country are like my average height five four (laughs) probably the tallest person you'll see was five eight and then when i came to middle school i seen like kids who look grown men and like women i was just like oh this is this this is a bit overwhelming at first but then you know i'm 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 a bit of a clown so i put my sense of humor out there and I was, uh, I was able to make friends and, you know, be like, hey, man, that's like that smart Asian kid, man. Let's, let's hang out with him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was pretty easy for my brother and I to adapt because, I mean, like what I said, we can, we can speak English properly. But when we talk too fast, that's when we, our, fob, my, our fob accent comes out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I still have it, but when I talk too fast, but yeah. Did, did you still play sports? Did you still play volleyball, like try to play volleyball when you came over? Uh, I actually played volleyball in high school. I played for BCC yeah. for four years, but co-ed. And I mean, I tried out for the basketball team. I only made it to their summer team because, I mean, back then, I mean, point guards were really tall back then. I mean, now, what years, I mean, what years you graduate from BCC? Man, twenty eleven. All right, so BCC was solid around that time. For yeah, sure. they were, yeah, they were. They were big guards. Solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were good. Like. Like old school big guards, like yeah, probably like six one, six two. <clears throat> yeah, they're very so, good around that time. Yeah, so I gotta put in the work three times that than a regular tall six one person. I mean, it was fun, but 
it humbled me because I was like, yo, I got to put in a lot of work because like these guys are tall. <laughs> so, so then your mom hands you the camera, take pictures. What happens next? Like, do you fall in love with it right away or does it, does it take you a little while? No, it's funny because I didn't really officially pursue photography. It started during the lockdown. <laughs> during the pandemic? COVID Beginning of the yeah. pandemic. Oh, that exactly. took you a while. So what happened? Yeah. So yeah, so I just, it's, yeah. So I just, it was, it was just more of like, she gave me a camera and I don't really know what to do with it. I probably like did it for like six months. And I was like, this is whatever. Cause I was more, cause in a, in a Filipino culture, education is really important. So I was really more focused on my education and like what to do in college and stuff like that. So photography didn't really like, like really it didn't get my interest. So I was just like, I just put it on the side, just take pictures once in a while, but nothing, nothing too serious. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then, so then what made you pick it back up? Man, like what I said, it started during COVID and I mean, COVID was a blessing and a curse. I, I think if COVID didn't start, I, I wouldn't be here to be honest. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't be here. Like I would be still work. Like I would still be doing my, well, I'm still doing my nine to five, but I'll be more focused at my nine to five job. But I mean, during the COVID, I mean, we had that three month lockdown and I was just, you know, you were just going scrolling on YouTube, stuff like that. And sometimes, you know, YouTube will just pop out uh, like a random recommendation video. Mm -hmm. And I was watching this dude um, taking pictures and editing and it really intrigued me. And, you know, lock the lockdown really helped you figure out what's your hot, like your passion. It's more of like catching up on your mental health and stuff like that and just getting to venture or knowing yourself more and it helped me and it was it was actually funny because after watching that video a couple of days later my boy shout out to joe andrew he was like yo i'm selling my sony a6000 i was like you want it i was like i got no money i'm on lockdown but he's like i'll i'll hook you up so i got the sony a6000 i started like youtube was like a free education for anything you can yeah. fix a car you can you can fix anything in your house be a photographer you can be professional at anything with youtube and i mean i i got addicted to it i was just like taking pictures i would actually i so i bought the sony a6000 watch a lot of youtube videos and then when i was a bit aware of like my camera settings and stuff like that i decided to it's crazy because we were on lockdown strict lockdown back then I was actually going to to DC and taking pictures of the monuments at 5:30 in the morning, catching sunrise and sunset. Mm -hmm. We've all just, been just, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, landscape, man. I was just like, yo, I'm I'm going to keep doing this. I was doing it for three like straight every day. Like I was I was there in the morning 5:30 just catching sunrise. I mean, I fell in love with it. I started doing landscape and then street photography. And I mean, street photography, I fell in love with street photography is because the story behind the photos. I mean, you can just tell a lot of people, uh, you can you can tell a lot of, there's a lot of meaning in one photo if you know how to take that photo. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. I, I got so addicted to it. I would just go to New York and take street street photography. And Dude, you got, like, I, I was scrolling through your Instagram before this. Like some of the stuff that you got is just ridiculous. I appreciate it. Thank you. So, so um, that obviously wasn't the start of it. What, First of all, I'm curious, what YouTube, what, what YouTuber were you talking about earlier? 
uh, North Borders. North Borders, so he, okay. I've heard so of he's that. a landscape photographer, <laughs> like a car photography, street photography, and stuff like that. Okay, okay. So can you give everyone like an idea of the timeline there? Like, did you graduate high school? Like, where were you at in your life? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So I was actually... So I graduated from Maryland my, with my, I graduated from Maryland with my criminology and criminal justice bachelor's degree. Okay. And for, from there, like I was just, that was in 2016. And I, I was just really focused on work because I was, just, I was like, I, I was living on my own because my parents, actually my parents and my brother moved to San Francisco because my mom took a job there. So I was here by myself. So I didn't really start photography till like two years after I graduated mm-hmm. because I was more like focused on my financial situation, making sure that I get myself right before, you know, I do anything else. Yeah. But yeah, 2018 is really when I started photography. Why did you, why did you go to Maryland for that degree? Is that what you wanted to do? Is that what you thought you wanted to do? Oh you- man, to, uh, to be honest, bro. I just, I just took that major because I thought it was easy. <laughs> Fair. It was, it was, I, well, the thing was, I, I started from a bio, bioengineering degree, uh, major. And I was like, man, this is, this is very challenging. And I was just like, it was, I, it was creeping up on me and I just didn't like it. So I decided to do criminal, uh, criminal justice criminology. And it was, it was easy, but it was very interesting because you, you get to like, read a lot of cases and like knowing understanding the law and stuff like that mm-hmm. okay so was there um was there so how old are you first of all i'm 30 you're 30 okay so then you graduated mm-hmm. college when 2016 2016 so that yeah. was about four years so then between that's what, I'm, that's what i'm trying to figure out the timeline so like you graduate 2016 you pick up the photography hobby in 2020 uh yeah four years is that what you're talking about earlier you just yeah get your money right okay yeah i got you okay so then things start to pick up and this is where i'm excited to get to because like (laughs) we're doing some crazy stuff now so how like walk me through like those first few gigs like you start to take uh landscape photography the monuments yeah does do those start to go pretty viral or they could get some popularity and that's how you start to get into like all pro like pro. <laughs> yeah. no actually it was um it was actually so i did landscape and i did some street photography and then my boy uh a, a family friend of mine shout out jordan he he's he's the one who got me into sports trust me jordan he hit up? me up jordan bartlett so he hit me up he was like so he saw my pictures he didn't know i was taking pictures he hit me up hey bro because he's one of the managers for, I'm not sure if you guys know District Sports in Virginia. Yep. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's one of the owners of the gym. And I never done sports. And I'm, I, I was very new to the game. And I didn't know the, the college players. I know NBA players, but not high school or college, college basketball players. Mm-hmm. So he hit me up. He called me and said, hey, bro, I have two um, college players going to be working out in my gym. If you're interested, let me know. I was like, no, his family. So I was like, yeah, for sure. And then he just told me, like, at first, I was just like, it's Paige and AZ. So I was like, oh, all right, cool, I'll, I'll be there. At first, I didn't know who AZ and Paige were. I was like, all right, cool, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> so I just go on Instagram, oh, all right, I got to bring my A game. I was like, right. they're, like, top-tier elite players in college. So I was like, 
Well, I think AZ was still in St. John's when I started taking pictures of them. And it was crazy because that first workout, that's where I met Liam too, Leprechaun. Oh, my boy. Shout out to Liam. Yep. Shout out uh, to Liam. He's also in the family. Yep. 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 Exactly. So Liam is actually all pro reels too. So that's my boy. Yep. I remember. And so, so how did that, how did that shoot go? Did they like your work? Man, they, they liked it, but it wasn't in my standards because I had like, it was, I was new to the game and I was like, yo, the photos are a bit grainy. So I was like, oh man, like it's, <laughs> it's good, but it's not up to my standards. But I mean, they liked it. They posted it, but I mean, I was just there to have fun. I was just there to support my boy and just making sure I take, I take care of them. Mm -hmm. So, well, first of all, I'm curious, what do you do to get them not grainy? Is that in camera or in Lightroom? Um, so Lightroom, Lightroom, and I have a, another software that I use that, that takes off grain. Okay. Okay. You want to play yeah. it right now? Where was it? Uh, give us a secret. It's called Topaz the Noise. So like, oh, okay. yeah, Topaz the Noise. So like, especially like when I go to NBA games, if my ISO is really high, I use that software and kind of sharpens the image and also takes out the grain. Is it, is it free or paid? It's paid. But listen, I'll plug, I'll help anybody out. Trust me, I'll plug anybody else. Like, that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Like all these, all these creators that watch this, that want to get in on the secret, let them know. Now so. for sure. So like, I like helping people, but then I don't want to give them step-by-step. Step. I want them to learn by themselves. I'll guide you. Got to. But I'm not going to, yeah. Like you got to learn. That's also part of the creative process too. Cause if you handhold exactly. the whole time, like they're going to become you and that's not good for the creative exactly. community. Like, your own style kind of thing okay so yeah then, speaking hold on brandon speaking of style i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in real quick because uh, we're about to get heavy into i'm assuming brandon like sports stuff yeah well i, I want to get into like oh, yeah like his so, he's got nine he's got twenty thousand followers i want to yeah, get to I'm that fucking aware. so <laughs> before we get into that <clears throat> speaking of style so like going through your first of all again like your sports photography is insane but like from an artistic standpoint, your street photography is on like a different kind of level, but there's like a similar tone in the style of your photos. It seems like you have like a heavy contrast in a lot of your pictures. You have like a lot of light subject and like dark backgrounds, um, even like landscape shots you can see, but especially when there's a subject of a person is, did you get like, where'd that come from? Is that, is that just like a style you started working with that you like, or did, did you see somebody's style? Cause your street photography and like people walking around it's it's very it's there's a common theme i guess i should say and like and mm -hmm. how they're produced so where did where did all that come from so really um it started just like looking through instagram and new york is well known for street photographers of course and i mean like right youtube is a great resource for like for the like editing and stuff like that and also use Instagram as your resource as well. Um, I reach out to a lot of uh, like big, well-known photographers in New York and I just ask for them help, for their help. You know, like like what I said, they they give me the, the guidance, but they won't like, they won't give me their secret sauce. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta work for it. You gotta learn. And that's what I did. I literally just, it was trial and error. Like I was just doing it myself, like practicing, practicing. Some photos didn't turn out well, but Hey, I made it this far, so I, I guess I'm doing something wrong. I mean, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with you and uh, light bulbs? Light bulbs, man. That was just, looks like you had a little thing for light bulbs. What's up with that? It was just a, a like a, an inspiration I got from this one dude. I forgot his Instagram, but he likes to do like depth of field stuff, 
like he he makes sure that the 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 bulb was very focused and make sure the background is just all bokeh and like blurry and stuff like that. And I was like, I mean, I don't want to copy him, but it's more of an inspiration thing. And yeah, I got a couple, does. I got a couple, um, I got a couple no uh, recognition for that shot too. Yeah, I mean, you there's I'm scrolling through your stuff. There's you got. I like the light bulb thing. Stay with the light bulb thing. Dude, it's insane. <laughs> You so, got yeah, a bunch so that, of shots of like light bulbs. That's really cool. Like it's just a cool. I appreciate like, uh, it. You know on that mean? on that same topic though, like a few of your photos, you have like someone holding an umbrella or someone walking in front of like a taxi when they're just in mm -hmm. front of the light. Is that natural or do you like tell them? Is, is that like a model? Do you you? Nah, so just, nope. No, those are random people for that's sure. All, yeah, yeah. All yeah. So the, so this I say my point guard vision. Dude, that's so I'm just see the floor. Yeah, so I stay stay aware of everything that I see. So I was like. When I saw that, you see the umbrella with the cab, the taxi? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's the one I'm talking about. And then there, you see another guy with an umbrella. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, so sometimes street photography is almost like a, an art in accident. Like, you never know that it's just the shot that you're going to take is just by accident, but it, it becomes art. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. Like, I'm just very aware of my surroundings. And, like, man, I just, I love doing uh, street photography. And that's how how I ended up doing sports because I love telling stories. Mm -hmm. Like, to be honest, um, action shots are overrated. Like you, you can take that anytime. It's the same movement every time, but stories, those are unforgettable moments. That's why I love incorporating my street photography to sports. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Dude. It's like I, the one, my, one of my favorites is of the uh, Washington DC temple through the barbed wire fence oh yeah 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 that and was that dope one's, that one's insane and and the sunset that's that's probably my favorite photo it was um, crazy that now you that you know you mentioned that that was actually one of my first photos that was that gotten re really a lot of recognition because moco show the moco show actually posted that photo and that's where i got my followers my following from jesus so that's what uh, i want to get in that's what i want to get into so was it kind of organic over time all the like the following or was it consistency was it all a, like a specific version of photos like a theme that you put like what did it so you know how i said youtube is a good resource for just learning what so i learned how to do the ig algorithm and stuff like that mm -hmm. <laughs> i had so much time in my hands i my, my girl man she has a lot of patience for me shout out shout out to my girl man. shout out to the shout out to the wifey shout out shout out to the wifey because i'll be going up i'll be uh, staying awake for like till 3 a.m. just learning the algorithm and stuff like that and I mean so I've noticed Instagram is like you got to treat it like your wife you got to give it some love and attention and it'll give it back this it'll give back the same attention that you want mm -hmm. that's just how it goes and I mean everything is I think all my all my followers was from just the quality that I've made I mean people just like my my photos I mean, a lot of people are just asking, yo, how, how are your photos so sharp? Like, why are they so clear? Because, so I mean, most I learned that from YouTube, just learning your export settings, knowing when to post, when, when your audience are going to be awake, when they're going to be on their phones and stuff like that. Like, you just got to be aware of everything that's going on in social media. Mm -hmm. So are you, before we get into the sports side of it, are you, are you on TikTok? Are you on TikTok? No. No, so so I, I love it TikTok, but I'm more like on Instagram. Okay. So 
is it um any interest in like getting into video or is that just you you're, you're happy with photos because you're just killing it right now i mean it's uh, videos are and to be honest videos hey respect to all my videographers that <laughs> is no joke bro man like color grading a photo and color grading a video is two different things Mm-hmm. and I, I, it gets overwhelming when you don't know what you're doing with videos and you gotta know 8-bit 10-bit I was like yo this is this is a lot of work <laughs> but yeah. it's I mean I love videos but I like I like photos much better I mean that's yeah. just that's just for me yeah yeah um okay so let's get to let's get to because <laughs> I'm I'm very curious so tell me about the hookup with all pro reels was that through Liam no it's actually from Jordan so Jordan, oh, okay. Jordan, Jordan okay. started the whole thing. So Jordan is actually friends with the owner of All Pro Real. He's a family friend. His name is Robert Booba. Shout out to Booba, bro. Um, that's family right there. Um, so Booba is the owner of All Pro Reels, and he gave me a try last. So I just started working with All Pro Reels last year, and I mean he gave me a try for a couple games. They liked it. So this, um, I took a picture of a couple games from last year. I think the Hornets. I mean, it was just a couple games, but I mean, you just got to take advantage of those moments, mm-hmm. even though you they're only, they provide you like a couple games. It's like, Hey, I'm here to eat. I'm not here to take anybody's like job, but I'm here to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all pro reels really started during the mystic season last season. Cause I was, I was doing, I, I was basically their lead photographer. I was taking pictures for the mystics for the whole season. And I was getting noticed a lot for, for the WNBA photos. And, and actually, I sh- before the WNBA, I was also shooting for Churchill. So I, I did a couple gigs for Churchill, and that was great. It kind of sucked that they lost the state last year. Man, I was, and those photos could have been so nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost did it. Almost did it. That's right. But, I mean, I was, I was more for Churchill. I was there to support my boy, um, Coach Lynn. Shout out to Lynn. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a oh, lot of shout going. outs. Keep going. Yeah. It's, probably, it's probably the most shout outs we've had in an episode. Easily is we passed that threshold minutes ago. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah, I w- um did some church show, and I think that's when all pro reels got my, uh really gotten their attention is when I took like high school photos. Mm-hmm. Um and now I just I can't believe I'm shooting NBA games. It's crazy. It's just it's stupid crazy. I'm still like I go to mostly ho- most of the home games now, and I'm like I'm still surprised. I'm still taking pictures of NBA players. Can you can you tell us how that works? Like, do they get you a media pass, or do they? Like, yes. So all pro reels will request media media credentials to the wizard. Okay. Then they just slide and, to you, walk in like you own the place, walk to the to the base. Oh, I don't do that. I just like <laughs> I'll be. Every time I go in, I'd be cheesing. I'd be like, oh, I can't believe I'm here, bro. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just so yeah. surreal, I bet. So uh, surreal. Where where in the stadium is your favorite place to shoot? Um Arena. Well, the arena. arena. Um okay. <laughs> um, well, so we can't go on the baseline. We have no access on the floor. Okay. So that's only like reputable, like media, like reputable media companies like Getty. Washington Post and stuff like that, and Wizard personnel. Um, I like shooting on the 200 and 400 sections, the highest, the highest section. Okay. It's just because it's easy, but also like because of my camera, I can crop 
a little bit more than other cameras mm-hmm. and it just makes my my job easier but i get a lot of like storytelling from the 200 section because i can kind of like isolate the players and just kind of look like they're they're like by themselves in the court mm-hmm. and it's crazy and i guess i got that from i got inspired by j square i mean that's man j square is one of the the best in the business and i mean his storytelling is just ridiculous you ever you ever heard of cool mac too oh yeah i love cool mac i yeah. actually met him was... when Bronny when Bronny came here oh for real i mean i was fan i was a i was i was like i was shocked i was like yo cool mac is here bro yeah dude, sometimes he, he's yeah, next he's level crazy. Like, like custom basketballs and shit oh my god yeah that's crazy bro Jay Square, he just hit, he just hit 100K too. I saw that recently. I know, man. Big shout out to Jay Square, even though shout you don't out, know. Dude. Big shout out, dude. Add to list. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. And Cool Mac. <laughs> and Cool Mac, for sure, bro, for sure. I, I, cool Mac's editing is dope. I like his overexposure yeah. on his photos and the stop motion videos. It's pretty dope. Dude, some of the, some of the craziest things that he does is the mirrors. Mm. When he mirrors photos, I'm like, how did he, it's so seamless. How he, You like, talking about the filters? Yeah, well, I mean, he makes it look like the players like mirrored, like the two players, like on the top and the bottom. You know what I mean? Or like, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, it's just nuts. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, what <laughs> is uh your? Uh, I guess I'm gonna rephrase this. Do you have a specific athlete that you like to shoot the most, or is it pretty much just like the everyone on the Mystics or whoever's like? Ah, uh, Derek Rose. That's my boy. Oh, for real? That's not oh, who I, I love. Dope answer. I love, I love Derek Rose. He's just been humble from Chicago. From man, this guy. I've been, I've been following him ever since he was in high school, and I just, it was just very unfortunate that he had to get injured. I mean, he's still there, but you know, a lot of people say he's not the same D Rose. I still love him. Yeah, that's my favorite player. Yeah. All right. Well, we got Mac. You got any other questions? Otherwise, I'm gonna jump into the. Uh... No, fire away. All right. So we 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 close it out with five uh rapid fire questions so you can answer as, as fast as you can don't have to go into too much detail but we just want to know sure. a little, the quick answers um all right so the first one is what's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten best piece of advice hard work just stay consistent hard work if something's given to you and you didn't hard uh, you didn't get it by hard work don't take it beat that algorithm man exactly <laughs> Um, what's your, what's your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? I did, I did a wedding and it didn't go too well. And I think the only way to get better is just really learning from your mistakes and just being consistent with your, with your craft. And from that, I mean, just, just going back, step one, going back to, to, to your basics, your fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Mac, yeah, you man. got some you got some competition in the wedding industry. Weddings are tough. No man, no competition. <laughs> no. Overwhelming, dude. Bro. Just wedding. just uh just second shoot for like a couple and you'll be good. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean, dude. Weddings are tough, man. Weddings are tough. I'm OD <laughs> on weddings for the year. I don't recommend it, but the money's good. The money is money's crazy. Bless. <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend it, but the money's good. Yeah, if you if you won a hundred million dollars tomorrow, what would you do with it? I will take care of my family first mm-hmm. and the people I shout out. I'll take care of all of you. You don't have any money after that. You shout <laughs> out one of those people. No, nah, but I'll, obviously I'm going to take care of my pet family first and then make sure that I also turn it into a business. I'll probably buy a lot of cameras and hire some DMV photographers. 
I love my DMV photographer. Shout out to you guys, man. That'd be a that'd be a dope collection of cameras and photographers. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, what is the weirdest or craziest thing a client has had you do? This can be like an athlete that you had on camera or like something like when you're shooting landscape, like someone just did something weird. Any, any um, funny stories like that? Actually in New York, because you know, there, there's a bit of a lot of kind of homeless people in New York as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I take street photography, some of them just be all up on my face and like, yo, take a picture of me. And this guy was butt naked. I was like, uh. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm sorry, bro. I can't take a picture. I can't even look at you to be honest, <laughs> naked, bro. And I mean, it's just, it's art though. It's, it's art, but it's art in its truest form. It's truest form, but that thing's gonna get blocked in Instagram, bro. <laughs> That's true. Not good for the algorithm at all. <laughs> I like that. Nah, bro. <laughs> all right, last last one. If you couldn't be a content creator what would you be? And I'm going to, I'm going to eliminate C criminal justice as well. Cause that's what you majored in college. Yeah. It's too easy. Yeah. That's too easy. Ooh. I would have been back home taking care of my family and um, take over the business. Their, their hardware store. Is your, I'm all about it. your dad still doing that? Well, my, my, my dad, my dad's actually in San Francisco with my parents and oh, okay. they're all so, there. Yeah. So did he, sell the, did he sell the business? No, it's been um, so my her his sister has been taking over it. Okay. okay. So it's still open. Yeah, it's still a family business. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, man. All right. Any last words? Any any inspirational quotes for the people? Uh, I don't know, but like like what I said, man, I'm here to help anybody. Um, I mean, I, I've gotten a lot a lot of messages. How can I apply for APR? <laughs> and I was like, man, to be honest, I'm not the right person to talk to. Mm-hmm. Best, the, the best thing I can tell you, start from the bottom. Don't take shortcuts. Appreciate the process. And I mean, all pro reels is just one business. There's a lot of businesses out there. And you never know who's, uh, I always tell people, listen, if you can go to these big events, go. And always make a first impression. Always be friendly. Just make sure to take care of the people and just don't be there for the clout.